pipe, oh, and it's blocked, yeah. and it is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good. We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown. Taysom Hill. Taysom TD. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby. Hey, y'all. Who dat? And welcome in. My name is Jeff Nowak, and this is another Sports Talk Fueled edition of Inside Black and Gold. Myself, Steve Geller, and Charlie Long hosted on WWL, and we got a chance to chat with Kat Terrell from ESPN, talk about the upcoming Saints training camp, her expectations, what we think we're going to see from Dennis Allen in year two. Is he going to be less of a robot? We're going to find out. What do we expect from Pete Carmichael in year, what is it, 17 now? Who the heck knows? Is he going to be less of a robot? We're going to find out. We're going to hear from her and a little bit more on her expectations. We're also going to get into some USA Today fan rankings for a fun segment kind of going through where they think the Saints rank and where they think everyone else in the NFL ranks. It's a lot of fun, so stick around for that in the second segment. But without further ado, here is that interview with Kat Terrell from ESPN. Enjoy. Gearing you up for Saints training camp is going to be, seems like a brutal one already, gents, just because of the heat we're dealing with now. Uh, The countdown is less than a month away. Uh, Happy to welcome in, though, ESPN Saints reporter Kat Terrell. And as as we're already complaining about the heat, Kat, I know you're getting ready to go on a fantastic vacation, at least. Um, Yes, in uh, about 24 hours, I'll be on vacation. I'm really excited to do something other than just sit in my air conditioning and wish that it was not 100 degrees outside. So we're all ready for for, uh, August and July, right? I mean, it's going to be great. Well, Kat, before we get into the Saints, I know you're out in Omaha for the the World Series. How how was that? Did you have your share of jello shots? (laughs) Well, we crowdfunded some jello shots. (laughs) So we got people from home to buy them for us. Um, So, you know, I I did my part, um, but it was great. You know, I was there in 2017, and I got my family to come up and then watch them lose. So, you know, this time I actually got to see them win, and um, it was just really fun. You know, I was telling my brother there's uh, nothing like the College World Series. You know, it's kind of crazy that you have fans up there for two weeks not knowing when they're going to go home. Um, it's a great event, and, you know, hopefully LSU will be back again soon. So you- how do you do that? Do you just, like, book the hotel and keep extending it? How, how do they do that? Well, I think that depends on your age. Um, <laughs> I know people, you know, back in, I don't know, 20, uh, 10 years ago, back when I was in college, I had friends that were like eight to a hotel room in Council Bluffs, Iowa, would just extend (laughs) it every day. And um, I I did not go that direction. You know, basically my philosophy is find a friend that has a house up there and then see if you can stay with them. So I think that's what people do, though. I don't I don't really know. Like, I don't who has the money to like, I don't know, book a Marriott for two weeks. (laughs) Uh, I don't really know how some people do it, to be completely honest, maybe RVs, things like that. But, um, yeah, it's really different versus like if you're 21 versus like in your 40s or 50s, I guess. 
Getting back onto the black and gold topic, Kat. Uh, what that really stood out to you, I guess, from the OTAs and mandatory minicamp from this team uh, that makes you at least positive, more positive than you maybe thought you were heading into training camp? Well, I think that Derek Carr has really made a good impression on all of his teammates already. Look, I know they do this every year with whatever quarterback's there. Um, everyone, you know, is going to fall behind the quarterback and only kind of say nice things. But the way they talk about him, I, I feel like I really believe it. Um, it really seems like they're buying in. I mean, just look at Michael Thomas, for one. I think that they had an instant connection. Now, I mean, does that mean Michael Thomas is going to go out there and, and look like he did a couple years ago? I, I have no idea. But I definitely think it's a positive sign how excited he is. Um, so, you know, it all starts with a quarterback. So I really do think that's one own positive thing. But it'll really just, I think, depend on how well Carr plays and what they get out of their receivers. So Shahid had a great year last year, but, you know, he's got to take another step forward. And I would say the same thing um, – with Juwan Johnson, he needs to take a step forward. But I do think they have a lot of really good pieces in place to do that. Yeah, so one thing that I think has has appeared, at least to me, through the first you know month of experiencing Dennis Allen in year two, is he seems to be a little bit more comfortable. He seems to be reading the room a little bit better. I don't know if that's a good way to put it. I'm curious, what, what has been your impression of, of DA? Because I think at times last year, he kind of got – lost in the I don't want to say energy but like he's just not a high energy person right like the the emotion isn't always there but I think you're seeing a bit more personality this year I'm curious how you have kind of seen that over the last you know month plus yeah I think last year was a really weird transition I think it was always going to be uh, he and uh, Sean have such different personalities and you know right from the start to me it felt like it was Dennis Allen still trying to lead Sean Payton's team um, because they they tried so hard to keep so much the same. Uh, the coaching staff, I I think the roster was largely the same. There's turnover every year, but it felt like they wanted to you know keep all the pieces in place, and that's such a good idea in theory when you've had success. But I think it puts the head coach in an awkward position of having to, you know, lead guys that had been used to being led by someone else. Um, You know, I think one big thing is that now they don't have co-defensive coordinators. You know, he hired his own defensive coordinator. So he's really able to put more of his voice on things and and relax a little bit now that, you know, we're a year out, uh, Peyton is coaching somewhere else. And, you know, it's a little more of his team. But, you know, on the flip side, that means if they don't do well this year, there's really no excuse. You know, he got his quarterback. That's his guy. He got to hire the people he wanted. So really, truly is, you know, all Dennis Allen this year. No excuses. Yeah, and I think you brought up an interesting point there. And I think if you went back and look at last year, it, so much of it felt like just that one week where Dennis Allen took over for Sean when he was out with COVID. It did feel yeah. like at times it was like, yeah, okay, he's he's there. But this isn't his team. And now you obviously add Derek Carr, you add yeah, Joe Woods and Marcus Robertson, all these guys that he knows and he trusts. So I think that is a good point. You know, as you kind of look at this offense, too, from the Pete Carmichael side of things, because that holdover is still there from the Sean Payton era, how, how do you see this offense kind of evolving from 
last year, which I just felt like was it felt canned. It felt a little too predictable, especially later in the year. You get to that Panthers game, and it was like this is not this isn't an offense that is going to win you any games. And they they ended up taking down the Eagles. I don't think they played particularly well in that game either. How do you think this offense can take a step forward this year compared to what we saw last year? Well, for one thing, I think they, I don't know if this is the right term, but, you know, they're very wishy-washy on the quarterback situation. I understand there were injuries and things like that. But, you know, again, I guess this is kind of a comparison to the coaching thing. With Andy Dalton, I'm sure for a while it felt like a weird being in the middle of it's not really my team and I'm the temporary quarterback to now I guess I'm the permanent quarterback, even though it's very clear we're just going to keep going with me until unless I don't play well. So, I mean, that's weird. I think having a big car team is going to be a, a huge difference, you know, for better, for worse. They're not flip-flopping between quarterbacks, hopefully, provided no one gets hurt and, and things like that. So, you know, that's one big thing. But, you know, you, you mentioned Pete Carmichael. Um, you know, I'm rambling about something else. <laughs> but I think that's interesting to see how he'll evolve in year two because I felt like at times last year it was almost – I don't know. He would give interesting answers to questions like, you know, why didn't Taysom Hill – get into the um, Browns game until there was 41 seconds left in the second quarter. I only know that because I happened to look it up today. Uh, I don't have that good of a memory. And, you know, he would just say, that's on me. And, like, that's a great that's a great thing to say, but, like, are you going to fix it? So I think, you know, he kind of needs to be more, I think, take charge this year in kind of fixing some of those issues that cropped up, if that makes sense. Kat, uh, checking out your latest article here on ESPN.com. Everyone can go uh, view it there. How a spark plug, an ugly runner, and a rookie will carry this Saints backfield. And the self-proclaimed ugly runner, man, he has been pretty impressive to start for this Saints team. Uh, Obviously, on the field, we haven't seen too much yet because the guys aren't in pads. But speaking with Jamal Williams has been a ton of fun and definitely looking forward to what he brings to this team all season. Yeah, absolutely. I think fans are going to absolutely love him if they don't already. Uh, you talk to him for two minutes. It's it's hard not to like him. Um, that ugly runner quote was so hard to uh, put into an article because it was 10 times funnier in person. He was actually saying, you know, like how he runs and makes ugly faces and um, he demonstrated and, you know, he was saying Camara is just not like that at all. But he is going to be a really important part of this offense because, as we all know, Kamara has that trial date looming on July 31st. And I've actually been doing a really a lot of reading into the personal conduct policy to try to figure out what might happen. And, um, you know, it, it basically says um, if you're involved in a felony assault case, uh, it's minimum six games if we choose to suspend you. And it, I, it made it sound like if you embarrass the NFL – you can still get those six games regardless of how the outcome is. So, you know, <laughs> he's going to be important, especially if Kamara's not around for six games. And obviously, Kendra Miller as well, once he returns from that knee injury. If all three of them are around, I'm actually really excited to see how they split snaps and how they use them as pass catchers and things like that. So I think it could be really fun. Kat, definitely appreciate the time uh, and beat the heat on your vacation. And do you still have packing to do or are you a last minute, you know, throw it in the bag and take off? <laughs> oh, I definitely haven't packed yet. I'm a, I'm a last minute person all the way. So I'm sure I'll be doing that at like 1 p.m. tomorrow before my flight. <laughs> 
Uh, awesome. Appreciate the time. Kat Terrell from ESPN.com, Saints reporter. Great stuff as always, and be talking to you soon. Stay cool on vacation. Yes, see you guys soon. Thanks, Kat. And there it is. I thought you made some interesting points, especially as it comes to Dennis Allen, a guy who I think most Saints fans would universally say they didn't like last year. Um, but I do think that this year with – some new pieces in tow with a bit more comfortability in the system. We're going to see a little bit different Dennis Allen. But, hey, don't quote me because when he comes out and says keep doing what you're doing, I'm not going to defend that either. But, all right, we're going to hit the break here on Inside Black and Gold. If you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, please do that. Leave a rating, leave a review wherever you get your podcast. You can follow on Twitter at Saints underscore pod. We're going to come back and go through those USA Today fan rankings. Stick around.